Polluted Minds Podcast. What's up and welcome to the first episode of the Polluted Minds Podcast. Up until like 10 seconds ago, I had no idea what the fuck to say in the intro, but I guess this is what I'll say from now on. And I'm very glad that my first guest is not only one of my best friends, but also an amazing MC. Welcome, Verb, aka. What's up, what's up, what's up? Tyrone. Thanks for having me. <laughs> well, thank you for, thank for being here. Thank you for having me on your podcast, you know? I know. As if I was invited and I didn't just fucking show up anyway. Exactly. And then, you, you know? Let's, let's, let me address the elephant in the room real quick because okay. I don't really like podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but you're starting a podcast. Yeah, but, but I realized I, I don't have to be a consumer to kind of deliver good content. You know what I mean? I, like, I always said the most annoying thing about COVID, or one of the most annoying things was that everybody started their own right, podcast, right. you know? Um, but I kind of get it now. Like, it's really easy to do and... I don't know. I mean, you know me. I, I need little missions, like little fucking yeah. side quests and stuff to do. And yeah. uh, I don't know, especially when one thing is like slower or whatever. I need stuff to do, something to focus on. And it seems like, I don't know, it's the same with music. Like when we're done with an album, we don't chill. Like we just start with the next one. It's like a yeah. continuous uh, process in a way. And uh, You don't yeah. want to fall into the, the void. Exactly. So. Looking around like, what do we do now? Yeah, so I don't know. So I kind of get it because <coughs> it's a it's a cool platform. And yeah, like I said, it's simple. You just like upload that shit and then <laughs> there yeah. it is. I, I mean, yeah, totally. Um, but the only issue I have, and I think that's your issue too, there's <laughs> there's a lot of uninteresting, un, uninteresting. <laughs> I, I've been recording, so like my mouth is kind of... Yeah, I mean, that we just bad. yeah. My mouth yeah. is tired. For, for the <laughs> my, listeners, my facial muscles are tired. Right? I know. We we just had a long recording. We just had like session. a recording session, but there's a lot of uninteresting podcasts out there, right? Absolutely, and that's the thing, and that's also what I told you. Like everybody thinks whatever they have to say is interesting, just like everybody right. thinks they are funny, and most right. people, sorry, you're not. Right. <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not saying I'm that interesting, but I definitely know a lot of interesting no, you're people. Interesting. Eh, whatever. But I do know a lot of really interesting people, like yourself, and. Yeah. You know, like all the people I'm, I'm hanging out with. And, but the thing is also when, when they're your friends, you don't think about it like that. You don't think that they're a big deal. You know what right, I mean? Because right, right. to you, they're just your friends. You right, know? Right. But uh, that's definitely like... And, and, and I think that's the big issue I have with a lot of podcasts. You know, people will be like, oh, check out this podcast. And, and, and you know, like we're both, I mean, we're fairly educated dudes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like we're not idiots. But... Speak for I, yourself. I, huh? Speak <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> no, you, you know, Tyrone, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying I am. No, oh, are you? Yeah, yeah. You're definitely I'm a not dumb stupid. Shit, man. But at the same time, like, I find that so pretentious sometimes with some of these podcasts. Like, these dudes are like, <laughs> they're trying to like examine like the most simplest subject that's so like, bro, just just let's just have a real ass talk. They're like, well, you know, I'm gonna approach it from this angle, and yeah. it's so and, and and I cut it off because like. For as much as you know, we we both read books, we both watch yeah. documentaries and shit. Sometimes it's nice to just have a real ass conversation for once. No, exactly, and that's kind of yeah. what I wanted this to be too. It's like it's not like I wanted to interview people. It's more like I mm -hmm. want to have a conversation with other creative people yeah. and and creative and interesting people, and then kind of just like spitballing, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I agree. Especially like even like movie review podcasts and all that these people analyze that shit like oh it's fucking God. rocket science yeah. well, like, guys it's a fucking movie yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. it's cool when you're like all nerdy about it but it's also a lot of things are only interesting for you and not for mm. like other people <laughs> and, and you know speaking of that i find it so funny like because some rappers 
they'll say something and it's really not that deep. Mm-hmm. But then but you have bloggers, they'll over-examine it. Like, oh yeah, you know, I really think he was examining it. And then they'll bite the person on. They're like, well, what did you mean by that when you said that? He was like, I don't know. I was just grabbing some food. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I was know. high as fuck. I don't remember I was high shit. as fuck. I don't even know what I was talking about. Like, because I said this and then he said that and we had this two-day debate about it. Like, yeah, exactly. And, 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 and I think that's a big issue. And that's why I'm glad you're doing the podcast because I think too many people take themselves way too serious. Like, you do, you do dope shit, but you're not like a person who like takes yourself so serious that you're like, unapproachable no I think yeah that's what's dope about what you do it's like and i'm like damn bro you're like you're modest but you're like you're generally like yeah i did this check it out and i'm like bro what the fuck is that like yeah, wow yeah. like that's fucking amazing but you're like oh yeah you know it was cool it's fun and you don't come across as like i know more than you like no yeah and, and i never want like yeah you're always like super like humble and super chill i never want that you know because especially yeah. like i mean look at how how many years we've been making music but we get better and better and that for sure that can only happen when you're open to like learning new things mm-hmm. and and other people's opinions and all that right. otherwise you would never and i mean come on man i want to be better tomorrow than i was today for you sure, know bro. and in anything i do you know like Definitely. it doesn't matter what i'm doing but uh uh yeah i don't know it's <laughs> People do take themselves too seriously, Way too especially, serious. especially nowadays. And uh, sometimes they need their fucking bubble bursted. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. you're not as good as you think you are. No, exactly. And, and I'm not saying it in a bad way, and it's not even like... No. Yeah. But it's, I mean, we talked about that mentality-wise, especially mm-hmm. in the States, like where people always get a pat on the back. For sure. You know, for always. everything. Where I'm like, yeah. yeah, but you can only evolve if somebody tells you it's you know, on the way, but yeah. it's not great yet. You I, know I, I think mean? that's the best advice I ever got. And yeah. I think that's why, you know... Um, like in the days when I first started rhyming as a teenager, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, kids, you're all right, but you need to get better. And it was like, it's not heartbreaking, but it's like, damn. And it, it, But it's motivating. No, for sure, You yeah. get in the lab and you fucking, you know, like the old 80s movies where they play the little music and you're like lifting your waist, dun, dun, yeah, dun, yeah, dun. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a little montage. I, I, my little montage, <laughs> I came back, put my little headband on, and I yeah. like worked out, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I came back to the open mics and I was like, yo. And you like, were better, yeah. I was better. And people were like, yo, you step your game up, bro. Like, exactly. And I hate the fact that like, I'm going to be that. I, I think it's great that you aspire to be something, but like. It's like, fuck, like, you can clearly see that you're not ready for this level, but you're totally like, yeah, I'm at that level. And then other people are gassing you up, like, oh, man, he's so amazing. You're like, Exactly, yeah. and then you're stuck in mediocrity, you know? <laughs> like, like, that's what it is. And I think it's also, it has to do, or, or that is one of the reasons why mm-hmm. in a lot of media, like, whether it's TV shows, movies, right. even music, why we have so much crap, too. Because, like, back in the day, let's, let's think about record labels back in the day. They really had to believe in you in order to put your music up because they had to invest money to press CDs, press right, vinyl, and right. all that stuff. Nowadays, you take six bucks and your music is everywhere, basically. Right, right. You know, and I think because of that, also everybody, I mean, it's good, but it's also bad. Like, that's why we are overwhelmed with mediocrity, it's a you know? Curse. And it's, it's yeah. so much with TV shows, too. Like, with yeah. Netflix putting out so much content and all that, everybody's like, yeah, this is the shit. Where I'm like, is it though? Like, you know me, I'm a picky dude. So yeah. a lot of it, I'm like, no, it's pretty. Yeah. You're a picky guy, but you give people their roses when it's time. Like, oh, no, exactly. Yeah. And you even hit me up like, bro, check this out, bro. It's mm-hmm. pretty dope. Yeah. And and then it's funny because I'll see some shit that's dope, and then I'll totally see like the behind the scenes footage or mm-hmm. an interview from the person who created it, and I'm like, yeah, that dude seems like the type of dude I would like chill with. Right, right. Like he seems like serious. He's like, yo, I really sat down and I really worked at it, and yeah, I really like. And I think happen. that's important. It's yeah. Like it doesn't matter. I think it doesn't matter how good you are or how, how talented you are. Right. If you're an asshole, less people want to work with you. But if you're a good person and people can feel that, they 
also like want to work with you even more you know and i think that was so talk more about that what about asshole culture i think there's a lot of asshole cultures like yeah you know and, I, and you find it in rap and you find it i guess in the film world it's yeah, a lot for of sure it's like, the bro, same dude relax. literally it is the same thing it doesn't matter yeah, if it's relax. i mean now i've been through all these kind of different industries where it's like yeah. i know people in the film industry i know people in the music industry now i know people in the music tech industry and it's yeah. all the same types of guys those who think they are the shit i usually just like me you yeah, know yeah, 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 and the the really like up level people these are the ones that are like humble nice the mm -hmm. nicest dudes like fucking we were on set with um when kenny was doing reshoots for 12 strong you know and chris hemsworth was was there and i was yeah. like i rem i recognized him but honestly <laughs> you know me i didn't really know who he was i'm mm -hmm. like oh yeah i think he was in cabin in the woods like everybody would say yeah he was in fucking thor yeah you know, cause, cause we, daniel's not a um a superhero movie guy. No, so. I'm not, but like I remember him from a horror film, you know, yeah. and then uh, and we had breakfast with him and he was the nicest guy. Right. Where I was like, see, that's why you're successful. It's right. like it, you need a specific like you need a certain kind of confidence in, in whatever you're creating, of course, but that doesn't mean you have to be cocky about it. You right. know, like right. you I can still learn from anybody like you can learn something from anybody, you know, mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter even if you think their general output is like below your quality or whatever mm -hmm. just seeing a different approach in something is i don't know i think you can learn so much from it like when i see a dude that just started producing he would probably approach making a track differently than me and that's why i was like i don't know i think you, you just can't be cocky or talk down to people you know and yeah, yeah. It, it, it all comes back around in the long run too though for sure you know I've, I've i've had my fair share of cocky rappers and shit like that or just being around people you know mm -hmm. in the industry that are fucking assholes and um, that's and that's why I'm saying like no matter what I do, you know me, I'm always like give it to me raw, like yeah. keep, keep me grounded. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, if, sure. if you're not feeling it, be like, at that shit was weak. For sure, for sure, that shit yeah. was weak. Do it over. And that goes both ways. We yeah. do that, you know. I'm like, be like, get Rusher out of here, security. Yeah, exactly. Man, you got me kicked out of so many places. Already. Yeah, but like, nah, I think asshole culture is real, and and it's it's unfortunate because like, but what's funny to me, and it's and it's and it's hilarious, and I'm and I'm sure you've dealt with this. Assholes culture is real, but then like when you get along one on one with this person, they'll ask you for tips. Like, hey man, um, hey, show me real quick how you did. Like mm -hmm. now you, yeah, it's all a facade. And it's like they'll kill that shit. I I experienced that on the first movie set I've ever been in. That was in Albuquerque. It was I don't know mm -hmm. if I ever told you that, but it was like I was chilling with John with Ko, and suddenly my friend Luis hit me up. He's like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, nothing. He's like, do you know how to do this and that? And it was literally just copying files from a <laughs> cart to a computer and doing backups. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's what I do while I do other things. He's like, cool, I'll send a driver. I was like, okay. And suddenly I end up on this set with like 95 people. Yeah. <clears throat> and so the, the director of photography, he was a dick, man. And he tried to test me. He's like, yeah, show me this shot and show me that shot. And can you make a copy? And honestly, it's the easiest job in the world. Like, I don't even know how you can mess that shit up. Yeah. And and he was super cocky the whole time because he just did a directed oh no did the uh, cinematography in some bigger movie so he thought he was the shit and then later on a couple of days later when he know like he made a couple of mistakes which I didn't tell him because it wasn't my place you know why would I tell him and uh, you, but later you on to set him up for failure huh? you know you saw it no I saw it but yeah. it was also it was already done you know like he filmed he, he it he knows like, everything you're like yeah. exactly you and i was like oh it. man this is like way overexposed this is this and this yeah. is that you know and later on he came up to me and he was like yo daniel um <laughs> how, is it, how do you like 
Oh yeah, that was the funny <laughs> part. Do I know I'm just Daniel. Ex yeah, exactly. <laughs> he. Um, so we were shooting. Uh, they were shooting on a red camera, and back then there was only one software from Red that could mm -hmm. play back the files. So I opened. He wanted to see a shot. I opened it, and he's like, "Oh, what software is that?" I'm like. Um, it's the red software, literally the only software to, at that point right. that could play those files. And he's like, oh, well, I'm like, wow, you don't know shit. Right, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Like that was crazy to me. It was, right. but later on he was super nice when he realized that I do know my shit, but yeah. still I didn't tell him about certain things because I was like, dude, it's your job. You know, but I think and, it's important. Like you said, he, and he fucked up. It's important to know what you don't know, right? For and you sure. can't recognize that. Like, I know my limitations, and, and I'm okay with taking a step back, analyzing the situation, and being like, you know what, let me just soak game in. For sure. I learned so much shit from you just by being quiet and just watching, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it, I think that's the best way to do it, you yeah. know? Like, uh, when, when we did my short films, mm -hmm. everybody thinks I did everything because of the credits or whatever. I'm like, no, but I genuinely enjoy every single step of it, you know? Right. But also, now when working on like feature films of course i have to give stuff up and i'm i'm glad i have to because there are definitely things where i'm like there are better people for that right, you know right, like right. and i'm grateful for that like but i mean it definitely helps that i know these things like editing and all that helps me so much in shooting already but i'm glad to give it to somebody else to edit that and just like tell them what my vision is and stuff like that you know like i think yeah question Okay, so do you think, like, as a director, like, it's no, I guess, someone's running a company, if you don't know the ins and outs of everything that's going on at the company, mm -hmm. and you say, oh, this, 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 and this, but, like, when you understand the little intricate details of a company and, like, how things function top to bottom, mm -hmm. you're able to assess and, and, and manage and do things in a better way. Like, oh, you're for able sure. to say, yeah, you know, delegate responsibilities, you know, you do that, let's do this, we have so much time to do this. And I think some people, they don't take the time to learn top and bottom because they look down on the bottom. Oh, that's below me. I was like, yeah. you should know these. You got to know every aspect Absolutely. of this game. You, know? you can save a lot of time and money for people. Right. And I think that is one of the biggest benefits I have with yeah. shooting those shorts from beginning to end. Because, yeah, I know when I have enough footage and all that because mm -hmm. I know how the editing process works. And that's what I always say to filmmakers that are like, oh, I want to be a director. I'm like, that's cool. But... Go out there and do it all yourself. Like, don't go to film school. Gorilla I think shit, just gorilla that shit yeah, on your I, own. I've seen you get down. Run into problems and find a solution by yourself. Like, that is the best thing you can do rather than going to film school where they give you potential problems and you have to find a solution. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it is way better to do that. And for you for learn all better. the, you know, the listeners out there, Daniel's, Daniel will fucking get you arrested. Like, he's the hop the fence <laughs> guy. We need this shot. You know, <laughs> like, you want to get into no that trespassing, you will be arrested. Like, I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it says, mm, it's a maybe. I don't see any security. Daniel's the hop defense guy. Yeah. Get the shot. But you have to gorilla that shit sometimes. Like, fuck it. Sometimes you do. And man. we've done some dope shit like that. It's like, bro, and then I'm super nervous at the time, but I'm like, all right, you know what? Like, fuck it, let's do it. Was do worth it. it. Yeah. And you look back and you're like, yo, and I, those are things I'll remember for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Like, let's fucking climb up here or go to the right. bridge and let's do this. And yeah. You know? I mean, and sometimes you gotta have you gotta be a little bold and get out there. It's like it's hot as fuck. Yeah, you know it's uncomfortable. I have fucking sand in my shoes. Yeah, but, like, but let's climb that, this mountain. Let's let's get this dope ass shot. Yeah, you know? and later you'll be grateful that I love you it. Did. Yeah, Tyrone, let's go out. It's one in the morning. Like ah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and but we have some dope photos and shit that I'll be able to show my kids and fucking videos that I'll be able to have for the rest of my life. That that's what I keep saying because a lot of people are like, oh, you put out so much music and all that, and why aren't you like rich from it or something like that? Where I'm like. I'm not even interested in that. Like, I want to make memories with my friends, and that's also why, especially with music, 
I only work with the same people, you know? It's yeah. exactly for that reason. Like I had offers and requests from, from bigger people, but I'm like, I don't care because like, they might be good people, but also like I rather do exactly that. Like yeah. when we put out MWA, you know, like that's a memory, that's a time capsule for me, mm -hmm. you know? Like nobody can take that away from us. Like when we shot the genetics video and, and that, like it was so much fun. Yeah, and it was. And that is worth time. so much more to me. And I also think, I was talking on this other podcast about it, that <clears throat> back in the day I took music and myself way too seriously and it wasn't fun anymore, you know, right. because I was like, I want it to sound like this, I want it to sound like that. Nowadays, I don't even think about what I want to sound like. I just sit down and let the sounds kind of guide me. And, um, and I think and because of that, now I'm making the best music I ever did back then. I made music that was pretty okay, but now I can tell, like, because now it's pure, nobody can talk into it, not, nobody can tell me how right. to do a certain thing. And I think um, that's, I want to preserve it like that, you know? And that's, a, that's what it is, man. It's about making good memories. And I think it's important. I mean, not to name drop anybody, but of course people hit you up, you know? Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, you know, are you down to work? Would you like to produce for this person? Would you like to do this? And I think some people get blown back by like the fact that like, you're not gonna bite and you're not just like so like, oh my God, yes, I wanna do it. Oh my God, let me. Right. It's just like, nah, you know, I'm yeah. working on this. It's like, you're really turning this down? Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, well, that's not my only goal in life is to be fucking famous at doing this or exactly. that. Exactly. Like, I, you, like, and I love that about how we all get down. We all have like a, you know, a whole bunch of things that we're involved in right. that we have our hands in and that we're yeah. good at, actually good at. And so we're never like selling ourselves short in one, you know, in one area like, mm -hmm. oh, well, I have to kiss someone's ass to do this or I have to break my neck and do this and hey can you please work with me and do yeah we don't do all that shit you no know? we don't yeah and I, and I think it's it's pretty funny to me you know it what is I'm to it's me very too. funny like I, hey man you people reach out to me like hey bro you know what I'm saying I see you know you're pretty dope but uh, you know I'm trying to lock some features down so you know I, I charge 500 to a thousand like <laughs> like bro like right it's not that serious yeah exactly not saying that, not saying there's not people out there that i wouldn't work with and if there was like fees involved as like travel or something like right that. hey come to the studio you know hey i gotta get yeah, here yeah. okay cool you know if we had to lock somebody down i'm, I'm, I'm cool with that For sure. food or something like that i'm good with that but like bro you're not about to hop in my inbox and be like yeah man you know shoot me a thousand dollars and uh you know i'll fuck with you and like, i think that's you're dope but you're not that dope like, exactly and I think that's confusing to a lot of people too, that For we sure. are not like that, you know, because they see that the quality that we put out, not to pet our own bags, but it is really good yeah, quality yeah, stuff. Yeah. And people are like, oh yeah, does he sell beats and shit like that? I'm like, yeah. no, I don't, because like, that's not why. why I'll be ready it. to smack you. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah. it's just weird to me, man. And it's confusing to people because yeah. people do take it too seriously. And I mean, I think it's a learning curve. Like I said, back in the day, like 2008 and all that, like when I was doing drum and bass full time, mm -hmm. Like that was, I took myself way too seriously right. and uh, I was still a jokester, but it was still like just the perception of myself and stuff like that was different. I think now it's closer to reality than it was back then mm -hmm. or how I wanted to be or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think that's also what makes our music good, you know, like why people like MWA also because it's authentic, you know, right. I think that is the biggest thing, like being authentic when it comes to really creating raw. anything. It's very raw type music, you know, it's very raw. A lot of shit that we did is raw. Uh, I saw an interview with Dom Kennedy, and he was talking about that shit. He was saying he's, it's like been like three major times when he was about to sign to like a big deal, you know? Mm -hmm. And he said like, uh, he was talking about like not being boxed in. He's like, when it starts feeling like work, he's like, it's not even fun no more. You right. know what I'm saying? Because he's been independent and he's made good money, you know? Yeah. And he's like, um, he's made money from endorsements and all kind of other shit outside of rap, you know? But at the same time, he's like, yeah, like, I don't want to be locked into something and then you become miserable. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the worst because I do have friends that rap and then they're in like, you know, certain deals or distribution things. And yeah. 
they're tied to certain things like, bro, yeah, you know, I will do music with you guys, but I would have to get like a release and I couldn't do this, I couldn't do that. I'm like, bro, you can't do music. Like, it's you can't just fucking go to the studio and do music when you want to do it. Like, it's the same with actors, man. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. I, I was talking to, to a friend of mine, she's an actress, and she was like, I wanted to start my podcast, but I can't because the union will want a piece of it. I'm like, what? You can't do a fucking podcast? And she said, no, I have to um, let them know. And it's basically just like if the podcast makes money or something like that, that they get their share, you yeah, know. But I'm like, cut, wow, yeah. that's so fucked up because like that, the fact that you have a creative impulse and you can't follow that because of a fucking union that is supposed yeah. to help you, you know, it's just kind of messed up. It's a gift and a curse. Like commercialism can be great in, the, in, in regard to like, yeah, you know, I, I sell a few albums, pay, pay your bills and do certain things, but then it can fucking just suffocate you and drown you yeah. out. And, and that's the side of it that I, I dislike because then you have... Artists, whether it's, it's in film or whether it's in music, they're sacrificing the art for the sake of just trying to like please the audience, which is good. You know, yeah. you want to make, but I like innovative shit. I like people who press the envelope. It's like, yeah, that was a little strange, a little different, but mm -hmm. I, I like where you were headed. Yeah, I appreciate you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I yeah, respect yeah. you going there. Yeah, yeah, it's sure. a little different. Yeah. It might not be, you know, it's a little strange, but, but I respect it. Yeah. But when you get the same shit over and over and yeah. over. I know dudes who can really rap dope. And I'm like, bro, why don't you really rap in your real style? I was like, mm -hmm. man, because that shit ain't going to sell like that. And I'm that's like, damn, the, that's crazy. Yeah, we're kind of stuck I'm in that. this bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, I, you making bread off of it. I can't, I mean, I can't be mad at you. But at the same time, like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I could really be that guy. It's a, it's that's a hard for me. tougher road, I think, because like you got to play a certain game. And I mean, we all kind of, I, I don't know if we do. I don't know. <laughs> it depends. Yeah, it, depends it depends on how much on, you rely on one thing at a time. Yeah, exactly. And I think mm -hmm. that's what also makes it easier for us because, yeah, like I said, we don't make music to, to make money. Yeah. We just... We have other, and we have other shit going on. Yeah, exactly. It's like so it's like, thing. it's just one thing. And it's like when mm -hmm. one day you don't feel like writing music, like today where I was like, oh, you need to write 200 bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's Casually Daniel. on a Sunday afternoon. You call me like, wake up, fool, start writing. Like, yeah. Daniel, it's nine in the morning. Yeah. But see, but that was the same thing back then with the drum bass stuff. Like, mm -hmm. it was like I needed to produce tracks to release music in order to get bookings as a DJ, you know? So that was my job. And then alone, it feels like, Oh, That's why I'm dude. trying to get to the drum and bass world. Fuck the hip hop world. Yeah, man. that drum and bass should be knocking. Yeah, the crowds are way like, friendly around. You see no kind of fights in the drum and bass. Nobody. That getting, is true. Getting, nobody getting a bottle thrown at them, getting socked. That is true, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Y'all get no, up, do your DJ thing, other. and the girls be vibing and shit. I'm like, okay, this is yeah. where it's at. That that was um, also interesting when I like first went to a drum and bass uh -huh. rave, and I was like, and before that, I only went to like regular clubs, and I was yeah. like. Oh shit, everybody's so nice. Like when somebody bumps into you, they don't t threaten you or something. Yeah, They're yeah, like, oh, I'm so sorry. You're about to get swung on and unreal yeah, quick in the club. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you never know, but um, yeah. I don't know. Like that's a that's kind of a. So what are you looking forward to, to like this year as far as like drum and bass? I mean, hip hop, you you, you, you handle that shit. You do your thing. We're we going to make music regardless, but as far as drum and bass, like. I mean, I just the, now got back into it, you know? I mean, yeah. like in the sense of like, I started that halftime stuff, which is close to drum and bass, but then also I just recently did a drum and bass track that got signed to uh, one of my friend's label, which is one of the biggest labels called Eat Brain. Yeah. Um, honestly, I don't like planning shit like that. It just, even the album, so I have my album coming out this year, uh, Postcards from the Future, and that's entirely a halftime album, which will be my first electronic album. Um, and even that was just planned as like, I'm doing a couple of tracks. Oh, now it's a couple more. It could be an EP. Fuck, if I do a couple more, I have an album, you know, and now mm -hmm. I'm on track 20. 
And I do have a couple of drum bass tracks laying around, but I couldn't say if I want to do a drum bass EP or something mm -hmm. like that. I know there's, like, I definitely know there's labels that are interested in stuff like that, like by me, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm just going with it. Like, hip hop, like, we have so much stuff still laying around. It's crazy, yeah. but we're still working on new stuff. I love the halftime shit, though. That shit's. See, me too. And I, like crazy. Man, it's like fucking cyborg gangster rap beats. That's what I describe <laughs> it, you know? Like, <laughs> that's how I would describe that shit. Yeah, and, that's, uh, that's colorful. Yeah. Cyber cyber rap with cyber what? Cyber, cyber gangster, gangster rap. Cyborg shit. Yeah, you send me some shit. Like check this out, T. And I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Put that shit in the car, some bangers. That's what I'm saying. Like, like and that's that's fun. So what are you looking forward to this year? Music. Uh, just just having fun, man. Having freedom. And and I'm gonna definitely, you know, lock down some shows. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna keep doing some hip hop, but I just wanna, you know, explore and meet some people and I wanna travel. I mean you know, with COVID and all that shit going on, you know, it's hard to make the moves that we want to make. But yeah. at the same time, like, I still want to stay productive and still keep cooking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to lose sight of the fact that, like, yo, we, you know, we're, we're like multifaceted beings with goals and dreams and things that we want to do. I'm not about to just sit in the house and, like, wither away. You right. feel me? Yeah. I want to continue to write, continue to grind. And then when, when, you know, when we're past this, hopefully soon, shit, we ready to fucking just push forward as soon as we get outside you know yeah officially like you know we go out and go shopping and do little things mask up whatever but i'm ready to get to some shows get some venues and do some big events and it's not just because i want to <clears throat> rap but i want to get to meet other people i like to meet the community you feel yeah me? like you sure. know me i like to converse with cats and mm -hmm. especially cats outside of my genre like so that's right. why i really enjoy seeing you do your drum and bass yeah show. i mean man. i love it because it's like it's not it's not my typical crowd it's yeah. like hey what's up bro and then i'm on some tracks and i'm rapping right and people say oh that's you like that's dope i love i love that vibe you know well, yeah because it combines two different things in a way yeah even though like i think especially the halftime stuff is like vibe wise it's very similar to hip-hop to me it's just like with the sounds of drum and bass in a way mm -hmm. you know and but that's why i was so glad when you came to the show like it was my first DJ show in the States ever, you know? Mm -hmm. Man, you even came to the first film screening I had here yeah, ever. Yeah, to the first film screening. Like when we had Bipolar here, that was crazy. Yeah. And then I'll be there when you win your fucking first Grammy, your first Oscar. And <laughs> we'll see about that shit. <laughs> but um, no, but that's no, I mean, I think, man, didn't we even, I think not only were you my first friend in LA, but I think it was also on the very first day I was here. Oh, yeah. The first or second, I don't know. No, nah, it was the it first day I think we met. We met. Yeah, I was like, look at this guy. Who's this dude? Yeah, we were shooting the Tiger video in like three hours. Guy. I remember my girlfriend at the time. I dropped her off and um, fucking, what is it? Where we dropped her off at the shopping things. In Melrose. Yeah, on Melrose, right? Yeah. We dropped her off on Melrose, and she's like, "No, I'll just go shopping. You do your video thing, whatever." Yeah. And then uh, we were shooting the Tiger video. That was literally the first time we met. We met at some fucking parking lot. Yeah, we met at a parking lot. Yeah. Some some fast food thing or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. I remember we did that. Jumped in the same car and then drove around and shot and the, the rest video. Is history, right? Yeah, and then and we, we hung out that whole time. And then I went to your, you had your premiere. The, the, screening. the screening. I, I edited the video in the hotel room. We were staying at a motel six. And then next time, I think, yeah, I remember yeah. that. And then the next time you were like, yeah, I was like, yeah, bro, next time you come, shit, come stay with me or come Yeah, and then the second, yeah, yeah, and I remember the, the timeline because that was uh, in 2012. And then uh, like May or something like that, April or May, I gotta see. Uh, it was something like that. And then I think I came back later that year, mm -hmm. actually in September, and that was when I ended up on that film set. And I think on my way back, I came to LA and I stayed with you in Northridge. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, bro. Man. Yeah, but that's how, you know, and that's how friendships are made and that's how fucking, you know, when you look back and you be like, yo, bro, like I remember, you know, like this is before I had kids and everything. Right, yeah. You I mean, so saying? much for both of us has and changed. So much changed since yeah. then. 
and and you look back on these these stories and you know the history and it's like damn you know as you, as we you know progress forward it's like we can reflect on those times and be like bro like i remember you know we had, i had roommates right i was living in northridge like you know right, right, money right. was funny it was just it was just tight you know you're trying to make music trying right. to do this trying to do that before the kids yeah and then and then now we look how far we've come yeah and it's like whoa it's fucking dope and we have a long ways to, and we're still grinding no of course we're a long and ways to go and we're still grinding you know, i think it's important to look it's back dope. sometimes dope, and just bro. see oh for sure i mean come on that was my first dream. short film literally my first short yeah. film that i did you know, I wasn't never in this. I was right before that. Actually, I went to Albuquerque. The, was it the Burbank Film Festival, right? No, uh, no, the um, Newport Beach Newport Film Beach, Festival, Newport which Beach to film this festival. day was one of the best film festivals I ever went to. Yeah. Um, I remember there was this. That was crazy. I I totally forgot about that. There was this dude from Hungary or something, and he came to the festival just because he saw my movie in the program. Where I was like, oh wow, because you did a Q and A, didn't you? I did. Yeah, you did do a Q and A. Uh huh. And yeah, and this guy him. asked yeah, a lot of questions, yeah, and then yeah, he came yeah. up to me. Yeah, who did you come with? I don't remember. You came um, with um, what's his name? The guy who, that moved away. Um, was it Matthew? I think so. Did he come to me with that? Was it that one or what? Uh, yeah, because then we went to that film festival. Then we went to the like, Beverly Hills one. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, that we was fun. so we much fun, man. Yeah. Oh my god. Was it the Beverly, yeah. The Beverly. Uh, there was the. Uh, um, the Beverly Hilton. Hilton Hotel. Yeah, it was in the. Uh, it yeah, was the Beverly Hilton. That shit was funny. Yeah. That was really funny. That the was. Suit and tie wasn't and all it that? the yeah. same? No, it was the year after because it was for my movie Wake Up. Yeah. And then we went. Yeah, man, that was funny. We went to <laughs> it was the. And we went to the party um, after. It was a party. The party. <laughs> yeah, upstairs in the hotel. And when some dude doing some like funny, like some funny voice shit or something, it was like it was just a lot of shit going there on. There was so much stuff going on. I remember I ended up talking to this girl that used to work for Vivid, the porn company. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And yeah, so she yeah. told me a bunch about that, which was interesting. Um, a lot of interesting people for sure. <laughs> that was that was funny. The funniest thing was when you started dancing, and everybody was like dancing around you. <laughs> Where I was like, they were like, oh, there is a black man dancing. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck it's, is it's, wrong? It's, it's contagious, bro. Like straight up. No, but um, it it's was like just Michael so Jackson funny video. that they were like, because there were only white people there, right? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Everybody I was kind of stiff. Yeah. I was so like, nah, I, was like, I had a couple of drinks. I was like, man, let's get it cracking. Man, it was funny. That was, I was like, let's get this popping. They were looking at me like, oh, there he is. <laughs> that was so I'm funny, I'm like, yeah, man. I'm about to dance. I'm not about to sit here and be all stiff. And yes, oh, yes. Like, exactly. I'm like, man, come on, light this shit up. Yeah. That, like, man, that was a funny festival, yeah. I like but that man, one. It's been, it's been a, a nice journey, bro. Like, um, For sure. It's, it's, you know, it's had its ups and downs and we grinding, but it's, it's all been a learning experience. And that's why, and that's why I, I love the fact that I, it's always nice to progress, but I'm glad sometimes it doesn't come too easy because then you, you lose oh, sight sure. of the grit. You feel me? Yeah. Otherwise you wouldn't take it. Like you would take it for granted if it would come like, too Like easy. a motherfucker. And you uh -huh. know, when people are on top, 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 and then they fucking hit bottom, mm -hmm. it's like when you haven't been at the bottom, like we're, we're, we're like underground cats in a lot of ways. Right. right. So like. We're comfy. We're comfy being the underdogs. Like mm -hmm. underestimate us. Like that's fine. We're not. That's the reason why we call it the misfits. Yeah, underestimate us. That's cool, right? Mm -hmm. I get underestimated all the time, and I, and I, and I love it though because then you're not gonna you're gonna be arrogant and you're not gonna strategize to see me coming. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And I love that you. And I know you love it too because people are like, oh, he's not gonna do this. He's not gonna do this. Mm -hmm. And then you do it. And they're like, oh my god, how did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> but your budget was only X Y Z. Right. You do it. You're like, yeah, because I've built relationships. I, I've, I've learned these skills. I've learned how to be self-sufficient. You know what I'm saying? And, I've, Learning and people don't understand it. Yeah, Because they're not going to take the time to do the same shit. Yeah, knowledge and, and 
learning skills is the most valuable and thing. And this fucker works like a goddamn machine. <laughs> this dude, this is the this guy, man. This dude fucking spinning out at your house. You fucking wake up in the middle of the night scratching your ass. It's four in the morning. This fool be in there cutting videos and shit. Like, <laughs> That's how we like, always what the did fuck? it. All you see is like a computer light on. Like, yeah. huh, huh, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, hey, what's up, man? It's me. I'm up uh, cutting some videos. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's like, how it bro, was, man. The 14. first couple of times, man, when I was staying with you and all that. Like, yeah, we were like, shooting. Like, I was shooting with Block My Cloud and all that. And then I yeah. came back, like, editing videos. And yeah. I'm, I'm about to go out in a few minutes because I got to get some, some, some sunrise shots. Yeah. <laughs> Oh gotta do a, gotta do a time lapse. Gotta do a time lapse. Yeah. Like, bro, it's like five in the morning. Yeah, but that's when the sun comes up. Yeah, that's when the sun comes we, up. We did that, times. man. Yeah. Now, speaking of that, it was some for something. I think John, Aaron, and I were like in a car for like three hours to just do a time lapse of a fucking of the sun coming up yeah. for a trailer. And I remember I didn't even make it into the fucking thing. Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah, what it man. takes, though. And you and you. You remember those things, you know? And it's funny, because even, like, when you, when you talk to me about, like, Albuquerque, like, before I actually been to go hang out, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and I'm getting, I'm getting this whole visual from you guys, like, oh, yeah, you know, we met John, and we're in Albuquerque, and we're driving, yeah. and I'm seeing the, the shots on film, mm -hmm. and then I finally get it, and I'm soaking in the energy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, remember that spot we went to, and remember this? And I'm like, now I'm going to these places, right. and now I'm physically going there, and it's like, oh, I feel like I've already been here before. And I think that's what's beautiful about, like, film and shit, you know, like, and, and I think that's dope what you do because you have a lot of dope pictures, a lot of dope videos. So I'm sure like people in Germany, they feel like they're, they're, they're with you along for the ride. A, a lot of people you know? tell me that. And that's also why, honestly, why I post a lot more yeah. than I probably would. Also because like, obviously I miss my friends when I'm here, mm -hmm. like my German friends. Um, but I think that's also, I don't feel obligated, but I definitely want to give them a glimpse in what I do throughout the day, you know? Because like, I know there's also like, maybe a couple of people that miss me and then they see that stuff and they're Just like a couple? oh shit yeah like like two or three and modest and shit i don't know but daniel's low-key famous you're famous in your hometown or what? Nah. they know you i'm nah. like oh just a little kid he used to be coming here getting bread but now he's like a big <laughs> <laughs> but now he's in hollywood going to whole foods and buying <laughs> yeah exactly i mean you know like there is this line in uh that one joello cheese track and actually you just reposted that like uh Hold on, what does it say? It's something about to spoil for a nine to five. Mm -hmm. I'm alive to be the guy my hood could idolize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, and I'm not saying like they want to, but I do want to show people because, like, back in the day, nobody, if I would have told somebody back in the day, I'll be moving to LA, yeah. they'll be like, yeah, the, sh the fuck you will. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? But it was also never like an intention like that. I just did it, yeah. like everything I do, you know, when I, when I have an impulse, and not that I'm a very impulsive person, but when it comes to certain things, I'm like, oh, I want to do this, so I'm going I'm to do it. But there's still well thought out stuff behind it, you know? Um, but if I would have told people that back in the day, they would have been like, no, that's not going to happen. And I don't now, know if I fucking believed you when you said you were going to do it. I was like, this fool really talking about moving here. Yeah. I'm like, mm, we'll see. I know, then, right? You know, I'm like, this fool's like really moving here. I know, exactly. And this is the same conversations I have with other people because they're like, oh, you know, like, I know it sounds so cliche. It's like, oh, well, you know, if you don't like your life, just change it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I'm barely making it. I'm barely doing this. I'm, I'm like, well, maybe here, right here in this place. Maybe LA or this place might not be the place for you. You might have to move elsewhere, regroup, and then maybe come back. Absolutely. And people are like, no, I can't do it. I'm, not, I'm just so scared because I have to leave here. And I look at you, you left the whole country. That's the thing. You left family, you left friends. And you're exactly. like, you know what? This is my goals. These are my dreams. I'm about to bounce. And you really did that shit. And when you flew in to like really move, mm -hmm. I was like, 
yo, this motherfucker really doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, this is dope. Like, it's yeah. really cool to watch because it's like, yo, you said fuck it. Like, you 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 put your fucking fishing rod out there and you're like, hey, I'm. Hey, and that's the thing. Hey, I mean, what's the worst that something. can happen? You know, I, I go something. back. You know what I mean? Like, that's my worst, worst case worst scenario, happen, which right? is my worst case scenario is still something a lot of people would like wish for. You know right. what I mean? Like, there is a house there waiting for me. There is um, a lot of the jobs that I'm doing. I can also do there, yeah. and um, but also like, but over there I just hit a ceiling because like I was never really interested in the German film scene. I never really watched German films. Like even when I won this award for the concept of bipolar, like one of the biggest German actors gave it to me. I didn't even know who the fuck he is. <laughs> yeah, you've always been on the other, uh, yeah, other shit, yeah. Huh? I was like, and even and I told you that too. I think like even when I was a kid, I always thought um, like I love Germany and all that, but. As a kid, I somehow had a feeling that I don't belong there, which is the weirdest thing to think as a little kid. But I really thought that, you know? Mm -hmm. And when I then first came to LA, it wasn't even conscious that I thought, oh shit, I do belong here. But later on, it kind of settled in that I'm like, all the opportunities here. And people can hate on LA all they want. I think, I don't know, man, everything is possible here if you're open to it. Like. Yeah. This can be either heaven or hell for you. For fuck yeah, you know, for sure. and for sure. and but it's all a mindset thing. But so can also any other city. Yeah. So it's you gotta hustle. Yeah, and it's also like I don't know. You, you gotta, gotta fucking hustle. That's a thing, but I think you gotta politic. But look, like situations like me ending up with fucking George Clinton in a studio. Yeah, that never would have happened in Bremen, Germany. You know what right. I mean? Right. That happens because I am here and because. My manager hits me up. She's like, "What are you doing tonight?" I'm like nothing. Where do I need to be? She's like, "And that's why I love you," you know. And then, uh, but it's but it's part of your work ethic and your hustle. <clears throat> and then something else I noticed about you, like it, it even goes to how you got your manager, like how you meet all these people. Mm -hmm. Like you actually get up and do shit. You, you know what I'm saying? I hear so many people that are like, "Oh, it's just not working out for me." But I'm like, "Yeah, but what are you doing to make right, it work?" Right, right. Like, if you just sit at home, like you sit at home, that phone call is not gonna happen. Yeah, you, know? you go like, to shit. You'll be yeah. like, "Hey, yeah, put me, give me a plus one, and I'm gonna come and show up." And then I, you, yeah, you I let try to know, do like, that. "Hey, what's up? How you guys? I'm, I'm here." And they say, "Oh shit, Daniel." Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's how I got connections. Yeah, I've but seen you. Also, you work the room. You do what you gotta do. And I always think also when I'm invited to something, and even if I don't feel like it, I'm like, you know what? If it sucks, I can always leave. You know, but I at least I show up. And most of the time it doesn't suck. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think, I don't know, this city is, if you're open to it, like you can attract a lot of really right. cool stuff. And I think, I was lucky enough because also a lot of people, especially in Germany were like, so, but isn't everybody really shallow and all that? I'm like, there are those people, but I was lucky enough to, when I got here, to meet the right people. And usually cool people surround themselves with cool people, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why, I mean, I met you, I met Jonathan and all that. Like, and because of that, then I met Antonio. And I don't know, it's, it's just crazy to me. And uh, also looking back, like there are no coincidences. Like there are too many coincidences for it to be one. You know what right. I mean? Talk and about that. What do you, we, I, mean, we, I mean, we talk about this. Like, not I mean, here, there's so much stuff, man. Like looking back, I said that on the, this other podcast, like how I learned making music. Like it's just ridiculous to me that I, I had a, um, like a walkie-talkie kind of thing mm -hmm. that was pre-internet and then I Ancient talked man. to somebody yeah. and he was like right by my bus stop making <laughs> music on the same like the same genre I was making on the same kind of computer I had where I was like what the fuck are the odds of that so I went over there and he copied me the fucking software and explained it over the walkie-talkie thing 
to me, or a radio, <laughs> more a radio than a walkie-talkie, yeah, but he explained it on a radio to me, where I was like, that is just ridiculous, like that I was there in this moment pressing that button, you know, and communicating mm -hmm. with him. Uh, like, there are so many things, man. Looking back, I was like, uh, yeah, it just, I don't know, it's just none of it makes sense, but... I think once you're open to stuff like that, more stuff like that will happen. And you and I, we speak about that often, like about you know opportunities. And I and I look back, and it sometimes I like I, like I tell people, I did had to do like a uh, like a personal inventory, like mm -hmm. the inventory of like my strengths, my weaknesses, right. like things that I want to do, some of my fears, you know, mm -hmm. you know. And it's funny because like some of my things that I um, like some of the things that I would like to do, some of my goals. They're also linked to like a lot of my fears, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I want my kids to be straight. I want this and that, you know, to work out. But at the same time, it's it's like, I'm, I don't want to get all, you know, uh, metaphysical, but like, shit gets thrown in your way, and you can For see sure. it right there. You're like, yo, mm -hmm. like I can physically get out there and like grab these certain um, opportunities. Like, yeah, it's like I really sit back and I'm like, yo, and I and I sit back and analyze, and I'm like. Everything that I wanted has been in front of me, and sometimes it'll disappear, but then it'll come back. Uh -huh. and it's like, damn, it's like, but I got to get focused and see it. And also, every you know? obstacle, when you're open to it, you notice, oh, you know what it was good for. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I recently told you, I'm not going to say anything, but like, I recently, there was a person, and I'm like, if things would have went differently with this, what is laying on the table right now would not be done right now. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, I right. wouldn't have, like, I would have been distracted right. uh, to be working on this project where I was like, wow like that is crazy like i needed to be in that place to actually do that like like right. throughout christmas i was i was by myself and uh and that led me to like get my ass up and say mm -hmm. okay i'm gonna do this now and you know and now we're sitting here and it's fucking done it's laying on the mm -hmm. table and it's just crazy to me and, and I, I think i've learned that i think I've, I've learned to instead of looking at things like oh that's good or that's bad i just embrace it all you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying like yeah, man, i embrace the pressure it's like man, for sure like that 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 was that was very like it hit me kind of hard. Yeah, but damn, it's, I fucking handled that shit. Yeah, and now I walk out that shit feeling like a boss. Like oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, exactly. So now when I see something similar, I'm like, eh, yeah, it makes you stronger for sure. It's nothing. Yeah. And at the time you don't you don't know it, and you're like, well, why me? You know, why am I going through this? Why am I going through That's that? That's always the wrong approach, I think. The you know, why I'm me? Like, why? I'm making diamonds up that shit. That that pressure is, you know, I'm turning into exactly. a fucking gym. You know, I'm like, yeah. yeah I'm, you know, you, I said, oh, you know, I, I kind of slipped and buckled a little bit, but I realized a lot of my issues that I have. And when I did my personal inventory, are things that I did myself, you mm -hmm. know? Because it's like, oh, I was lazy. And it's like, well, why were you lazy? What did you have going on? And it was like, eh, it was nothing pressing. I was just fucking sitting at the house chilling. Mm -hmm. You know, I ate a sandwich, had a little gas, and sat down. Like, yeah. <laughs> when I was like, I could have took a couple Tums, right. got my ass up, hopped right. in my car, and drove down and meet Russia uh -huh. and go hang out. And then you'll be like, yo, T, yo, man, bro, you won't believe who I saw, some, some, some. And I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, I could have went to that. Mm -hmm. I could have been there. See, but that's why I always invite you too. Whenever you you're everything. around, I always do, you know, because So when you met like, like Sean Price and you went to the show and shit. Yeah. You know, yep. rest in peace, you know? Yeah. And it was like, sure. and I was like, yo, you met who? You were chilling with? He was like, bro, I was with Sean P. I'm Sean like, P, I was, was at the, the hotel with him before we went to the show. Which is, and, yeah. One of, both of our, like, one of yeah, our favorite rappers. Exactly. You know Especially saying? also at that time, like yeah. he dropped all those albums and we were listening yeah. to them and I was like, yo, what the fuck? You know? And I'm sitting there at the house like, and I was just sitting here playing Madden. I think that's the thing also, like, with being self-employed, yeah. like you, I have nobody to tell me do this or do that. <laughs> nobody ever will tell me do this or do that. I can pretty much do it all in my own time. I can sleep till whenever, but I still get up early because I, I don't know. It's also my drive, you know. Like I can't sleep in or something like that. And that's but. something I've gotten from you. Like 
I've learned. Like now, you know, I work out more. I'm running and shit, trying to get back, right? But even with that, it's like when it crosses my mind, like I'm learning to write things down and I'll fucking knock shit out mm-hmm. and get it done, right? Because then what happens is it's like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. But right. then you have a lot of I'll do, like a I'll do it later list mm-hmm. becomes long and long and you'll never get around to some of these things. Yeah. Because it's always, I'll do it later. I'll exactly. do it later. Now you got like 50 things on this list. Yeah. And now some things are like, there's no, there's not even a chance to even do them anymore because the, it's, it's expired. It's too much. It's overwhelming. It's too much. It's yeah. overwhelming. And you're mm-hmm. like, damn, I missed the deadline. Yeah. So I'm like, no. I said for this, like, I really got to focus and get my life in order in that regard. Even this, like, look at us. We're recording a podcast right now after we did a long-ass recording session and all that. Right. You know, we also could have said, and eh, do it next time. After writing earlier. Yeah. After doing all this shit. Yeah, you know? but I'm like, no, let's do it now. But I love now. it. I enjoy it, man. Because, cause, cause, and, and, and I truly, in like a spiritual sense, believe, like, you know, we're gifted in a lot of ways. I'm blessed in a lot of ways. And, like, this shit don't last forever. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. We'll, we'll eventually get old, you yeah. know? Hopefully, you know, we'll grow super old. And we might even still be making music 56 years old. And you're yeah. just playing around, we'll fucking MWA around with shit, you know? by then. Yeah, MWA <laughs> coming soon in uh, 20, 2045. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, bro, like, really, I, I take a step back and it's like, what am I complaining about? Like, get your ass up. Go hit this run. Take your shower and go down to LA. Go fuck with Russia. Go chill. And and never did you ever motivate yourself to go on a run and think after, oh, why the fuck did I go for nah. a run? No. Every time you think, man, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah, I, I'm clear, so glad I got my bro, ass I'll up. I be going in my head I, and it's like, dope. It's like, damn, I did two miles. I did two point five, three right. miles, and I'm like thinking about shit, like, yeah, you know, and I'm like in my mind, like working through problems and things I'm dealing no, with. No, exactly. And yeah. I've totally like zoned out. Yep. And it's my like brain is on autopilot. Yeah. And I love it. And then I'll be like, yo. Okay, I have clarity now, and I yeah. go home and I like get right on the computer. Take, you know. That's why, yeah, that's why I did for most of my. Uh, I remember I when when we were working on Solitary, when I wrote Solitary, I remember we were talking about it, we were planning it, but the script wasn't there yet. yet. And I remember telling Jonathan that I was like, I'm gonna go for a run, and mm-hmm. when I come back, I'll write the script. And it was a 32-page script or something like that. So I went for. Four mile run, I remember specifically down to, uh, it was on Ventura Boulevard to NBC, and then I turned around. And then I came back, took a shower, went to this weird place that isn't even there. It was on Ventura, and now there's like a Sephora, whatever, what is that place called? It's Sephora, yeah. Yeah, it is Sephora, right? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I sat down there, and I knocked it out, you know, and then it was done. But it was because of the running, because that was kind of like, I knew exactly how to structure it and all that yeah. stuff. And uh, and, uh, yeah. and uh, not to cut you off, but I see that with other stuff you do. Mm-hmm. It's like, it, I think it's amazing. Like, you know, you, you know uh, you'll tell me an idea. You'll say, um, I have this idea for this, this, this. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes, it becomes an actual tangible thing. Like it's something you can fucking hold. Like, I, yeah, I remember telling you. This was in my you, brain to run this idea. Now it's like on paper and now it's fully developed. I remember first telling you about purgatory. Right when we went to Vegas for my birthday, on the way back, I told you the storyline a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, because it was still forming in my head as well, you know, and then I told you, I told Daniel Roland about it. And then by telling people, it kind of mm-hmm. formed more and more because I had to verbalize it somehow. So my brain had to kind of put it in order, you know. And now, well, now we're sitting here and the purgatory script is like laying right in front of us. No, definitely. And I think that's dope because it's, it's a refreshing thing. Like, is is it starts off as like a spark like an idea boom, yeah and then it becomes like oh yeah you know maybe this and maybe that and now yeah. it's like a fully developed thing yeah and then eventually it'll be a fully developed film mm-hmm. it was a know? chain reaction man and i'll be able to hold like the actual product item in my hand like yeah. oh yeah this is fucking dope like pop yeah. it in and then other people 
I think that's so amazing. Like other people, there's some shit that was going on in my head that you know, or some shit that you only saw in your mm-hmm. head, and now other people are visually seeing your I know. creation. And I, I think that's a dope ass thing. It's like when yeah. you really sit back and like really take a step back and like really think about it. Mm-hmm. It's like yo, the same shit you're watching now on this screen. It's like a picture into my mind. Like yep, this yep. was in my head. No, and, exactly. And, and I created the same way I saw it. Yeah. And now you saw it, and you fucking yep. love it. And it's it's crazy to me too because like when I I mean bipolar. The whole process of shooting and editing bipolar was a pain in the ass, but yeah. it was my film school. That shit visually is crazy as hell. And that was my film school, you Dope know. But like hell. all the all the film, all the short films so far that I've made, and I kept saying that while I was writing that every time I imagined it, they always ended up being better than I imagined mm-hmm. them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So now with Purgatory being the most fleshed out thing and most complex thing, man, I'm excited for this for real. Like this is. I don't know, it's just going to be So, so what, what, where are we at now with uh, Purgatory? Well, we, now the script is Are we in Purgatory done? or what? We, no, we're not. Oh, is this you no. making moves? Oh, yeah, I mean, like, so now the script is done. I'm going to let it sit there for a little bit. Marinate. Yeah, and then yeah. for like, I, and I, straight up, I didn't read anything. And I didn't even think about it too much anymore, you get know. A, I mean, it's only been a week. Like, literally, <coughs> today, yeah, I finished it last Sunday. Get a couple coffee stains on it. And yeah, exactly. Make it look used and shit. Make it look all used and yeah. used. Nah, I'm going to, like, let it sit there and then reread it. I'm not saying it's perfect yet, but it's very, like, for a first draft, I'm very happy with it, yeah, you that's know? Dope. That's dope. And then uh, I want to try to shoot a trailer for it next uh, next month, end of next month, if it works out. That would be dope. And then I will approach some... Like, I mean, there are these producers that want to work with me, so... No, you say, like, you know, there's some producers that want to work with me. <laughs> I mean, there is a studio yeah. I definitely want to work with, and I don't want to say too much about it on, on here, but, chest. like, you know, there is... You know, I'm just doing a little something, you know, I'm doing a little something, you know, something. some dope shit, you know what I'm saying? It's I mean, luckily, to be honest, like, no. I am in a very good position right now. Yeah. And I know that, like, there are people Talk that... Talk shit. Huh? <laughs> Talk your shit. No, it's like, <laughs> there are a lot of people that grew up here that you can write the best script in the uh-huh. world, but if you have nobody to show it to that has anything to say, like, or has any connections, then it's just words on a paper, you Thanks, know? Yeah. And I mean, that is what it is for me right now, but I also know there are people that are interested in, in working with me and all that. And I mean, serious interest, so I'm very confident about that. Also, like, starting the script and writing it, I always knew it was already done, like law mm-hmm. of attraction wise, you know, I really like when I, I even when I talk to you, I'm like, I know it's going to be done then. And in a couple of weeks, we'll talk about how it's done, you know, and now we're sitting here and it is done. And uh, to me, that was probably also a big like thing that blocked me in a way or I blocked myself where I'm like, I could have written a script like that a couple of years ago, but I didn't. And I mean, and I'm not saying, oh, I should have done it back then because the timing was perfect mm-hmm. the way it was. But still, it's like that was one new thing it's almost like putting out the first album you're like the first one seems harder but once you've done it you have the confidence right, to be like right. the next one will be fucking easy right. you know and i feel like that's how it's going to be like that i'll have like something like that laying around every couple of months now or something yeah. like that. it's, it's kind of like, shocking because it's like you go to a place where you just make these things and like even like the only thing i can relate to is like writing music and shit right because mm-hmm. people always ask me questions do you write all this stuff yourself do people help you write and yeah this i'm like no nah, i write it myself but like when i look back on it like I can't remember every single day writing every single song, yeah. but like now that I listen to it, I'm like, "Fuck, that's really me." Like, right? I'm, that's really me. I wrote that. I mm-hmm. rapped it. I did whatever I had to do. It's still like a surreal thing, you know? Because right. I remember when we didn't have shit, and now, look, yeah. now once I touch the finished product, it's like this is yeah. amazing. So, I, 
I can only imagine how it must feel to like, like I said, get this thing out of your brain mm -hmm. and now it's on paper and then when it's fucking like made and then other people are like sharing their thoughts about the thing that was in your brain. To, yeah, to this it's day. Dope, it's a dope process. To this day, I get feedback for Bipolar on YouTube. That's you know, every, on, every week I get a couple messages and stuff like that where I'm like, man, that's crazy because like most of the stuff I do in the first place I do for myself, mm -hmm. you know, and if other people appreciate it, that's like a bonus, but not necessary for me to, to keep doing that stuff. But, but of course, when it then resonates with other people and they appreciate it and, and like analyze it and see like little stuff here and there, I'm like, fuck, man. Yeah, let me ask you a question though. Yeah. So, no superhero shit though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> me and Daniel, we have this back and forth because you know I love my superhero Marvel and all these other movies. Mm -hmm. And Daniel, not that you hate them, but you're just like, it's not your thing. Yeah. You know, Daniel's more of a, a, a mind guy. You're into like, you know, mind stuff and horror, mm -hmm. which I enjoy as well. Uh, could you ever see yourself embracing this, uh, the superhero? To direct one or something like that? Maybe. Nah. It what must what be, if it's a dope-ass character? It has to like, be a dark with, like, one. Mind shit, yeah. It has to be a dark one. Like, I, rem I heard that Doctor like some Strange vampire shit, like some, some mind game type shit? I mean, never say never, What about Doctor Strange? You like Doctor Strange? I, I like the idea, it's but... Dope as fuck. Yeah. Inception. So I'm kind of... I heard the second one is supposed to be more like a horror film. I heard it is too. And, and it was supposed that. to be Scott Derrickson who did the first one. He's a horror director, you know? So he is. Yeah, he did uh, Sinister. He directed Sinister. And he directed the first Doctor Strange. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. And See? he was supposed <laughs> to do the second one. And, I mean, look at James Wan, the guy who did Conjuring, Saw, and all that. He directed Aquaman, you know? Word. Yeah, yeah. true, true. So... And, um, so Daniel, you might, hey, bro. And uh, the guy that did Lights Out, I forgot his name, David S. Sanderberg. Maybe done a movie like Beaver Boy or something. Some he, so, <laughs> so the Lights Out dude, he did yeah. um, Shazam. You know, yeah. I, I, I think, and, and even though I was joking before, and I'm not joking entirely, but I think um, some of these people, when they cross the genre, they bring something different to the to the for sure, yeah, to the uh, the screen. Because I mean, like, yeah, you know, I mean, I like a lot of stuff, but like. I like like realism. Mm -hmm. Like even though it's superhero shit, it's hard to be real. But like yeah, when you yeah. give real emotions, and like it's not like they're just coming out hands on their hips. Like I am so and so. Right. Like, yeah. I yeah. like the darkness. I like I like yeah, the, I like sure. the, the real storylines, real darkness. Like it has real depth. It has yeah. real emotions and shit like that. And I think that was a huge debate when you had like uh, Scorsese and uh, oh yeah, when yeah, they're like it's not like, cinema. Really, Scott like and all them. They were like mm -hmm. it's not cinema. You know. And unfortunately. At first, when I heard it, I was like, and I'm not a filmmaker, so it's like, okay, I'm coming as an audience member, right? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, you know, bah humbug, old man. Yeah. But then I sit back and I'm like, I watch like, you know, Goodfellas and some of this other shit. Yeah, that's shit. a whole like, different yeah, thing. Like, yeah, yeah. And and and, and then you and get it. Blow yeah. and all these movies. And I'm yeah. Like, I get it. I get it. I'm because not saying it I'm not saying it's not a, dope. No, for sure. It just touches you on a different level, I but, think. And uh, but I look at the dialogue, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, has exactly. That, like, and I'd be like, so, and, I, and I love my comic book movies, but some of that shit, I'd be like, yo, this shit, Jesus. Fuck. Yeah. Like I, fuck I mean, look it, at Jordan Peele, for example, when he's yeah. speaking about crossing genres. I mean, he was a comedy dude, you yeah. know. And then, which is funny because but comedy of, people are also pretty dark sometimes. That's exactly what it's, I was going to say. Some of the say. most twisted minds do comedy. You're like, this motherfucker kind of strange. A lot like, of people say when you funny. can do comedy, you can also do horror, and the yeah, other way around, dark, you know. And and it was funny when, um, so Antonio wrote a pilot called Bromance, and he only knew me from oh. shooting my short Solitary, you know? And he was like, yo, would you help me shoot this uh, pilot? I was like, yeah, of course, man. And then he was like, we were on set, and I was cracking jokes or something. He's like, dude, I had no fucking idea that you were funny. I only thought you, oh, yeah, like, you're pretty funny, yeah. saw the, the, the dark stuff that you do and all that, and then it's like, 
and then I was cracking jokes and all that. And so, so it's funny. So I guess there was some truth in that. That I think so, because because comedy, because 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 it can be dark too. Because you have to be able to sure. look at life and be like, yo. Because sometimes life be fucked up, and some yeah. people can still find like, I guess the, the tragedy, the tragedy within comedy. It's like you, all you can do sometimes is just sit back and be like, shake my head and kind of laugh. Right. Like this shit is so like. <laughs> it's it's that wild you for know? sure yeah and i think a lot of comedians also get into comedy to and it's funny and, and it's funny that you say that because a lot of comedians and that's why i said they're all super humor you know humor 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 laugh 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 but then behind the scenes you're like man he was dealing with depression he yeah exactly like, like the robin the Williams laughing situation. clown but a lot of them a lot of yeah. comedians they're like i was battling my own personal demons right. and some of my best specials and things i was dealing with my life was in shambles yeah and i was going out there putting this other face on mm -hmm. and it's kind of like it's kind of it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, you know, with the, the two masks, like the smiling and the sad mask, yeah, yeah. like this this duality that exists. And I think, you know, in, in comedy and tragedy is real, man, because you see some real ass comics like they'll have a death like their mom or their their wife or something. And it's like and they still find a way to keep pushing forward and not just push forward. They'll be able to like that becomes that valve. To it becomes kinda, they to, can make a joke about it. Yeah. And it's not really funny, but it's just like, you know, I, I miss the fucker. Like that was yeah. my best friend. Like, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying. And, yeah. And. and it's amazing to me because it's real. Yeah. Well, I was having a conversation with somebody about like about death, and I was like, I don't want to take myself too serious because we're all. I want to smile more, laugh a little yeah. bit. Like life is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Life is fucking real. How do you approach? Like a lot of people ask me how where my ideas come from, and I never have an answer for that. Where's where it? Like how does that go for you when you're writing music? When I'm writing music, uh, my ideas come from um, just experiences. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I think my lyrics definitely changed since being a, a father, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I look at the world differently. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I want to put, you know, I want to, I guess, provide for my children. Mm -hmm. But also, at the same time, I don't want to provide, like, out of fear. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. oh, everything I do is out of fear because, what, you know, what if we're broke? What if we're this? What if we're that? And everything I do is out of fear. So when I approach things, I approach things sometimes dreaming how, you know, dreaming and thinking about how things, you know, I want things to be. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, that's how my ideas come. I really like tap into that place, and but it helps to get with like around you. I wouldn't say like a lot of the music that I do write is not like it's real. It's not like I'm sitting here saying you know what I'm saying I'm writing. Duh, 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 I got yeah, all this yeah. money. I'm doing this, doing that. It's like real shit. Like I'm no, talking about exactly, like real yeah. life relationships, yeah. real life um, energy, and like real life dealing with homies, like. Um, like family first or something like that. Yeah. I'm speaking about like our real life, like how I feel. Like if mm -hmm. I ever get out of control, you my boy, put me back in check, bro. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want to get too big for the crew, like where it's like, man, Tyrone is doing very successful with music, but like he's super unapproachable. I don't ever want to mm -hmm. be that guy. Right. And that's where my inspiration come, comes from sometimes. It's like, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to yeah. be the asshole. I do don't want to be. Do you ever think about, when you're writing something, do you ever think about like your your kids listening to that music later on and stuff like that? Sometimes I do, but at the same time, like, I'm, I'm one of these people too, like, you know, my kids are gonna be kids, like, right now, but at, like, the same time, I'm, like, a realist when it comes to that, like, violence is real, like, sex is real. Oh, I don't even mean because of that, I just mean, like, but I want something to see like Family First, for example, like, if they hear that, they will be like, yo, our dad is fucking dope, you no, know what No, I, mean? I, I, I do think about that, I wanna make, yeah. a, make my mark so if they ever look back and listen to it, they're like, oh, dad was pretty deep, like, he was pretty mm -hmm. dope. And then sometimes I'm a, I, I act an ass too, though. I like to have fun. Like yeah, I, yeah. I would never like not tell them like they like dad. You know, did you do that? Yeah, when I was your age, I got it cracking. Right, right. I got it cracking, cracking. <laughs> you know 
you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. Right. But at the same time, I, I still want you to get out there and be safe. The worst thing I think that a lot of parents do is they try to hide and live this whole double life. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, no, we never tried weed or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we never smoked weed. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. and like eyes super bloodshot right, right now, exactly. like right then and there. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Got weed right on their breath. Mm-hmm. Little fingers smell like, a, yeah. like, like, a, like, a, like some cush and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, eating gummies. I like got a yeah. gummy right in, their, in between their cheeks right now. Yeah. And I think that's the it's biggest the hypocrisy. That's the like, bullshit, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's the biggest bullshit in the world. Yeah. When you sit there and lie to your kid, oh, I, I, I never do this. Yeah. It's like at the same time, you know, I get it. The whole like you're trying to present this image, but I think like if you if you make you create an environment where your kids can approach you and they can say like, Dad, you know, hey, I made a mistake. Like, well, what happened? Come holler at me. Yeah, rather you know? than being afraid of telling you and yeah, approaching. Yeah, Dad's gonna flip. Like, He's gonna fucking. Yeah. curse you out and talk crazy to you right. I might do a little bit of that too a little something yeah yeah but at the same time I'm a shit talker too I'm gonna talk a little yeah. shit like you know that's like <laughs> yeah I don't you know and it's and it's funny because you come from Germany and I'm from America you know with certain things in me living in Germany I developed some of those German ideas of like yeah mm-hmm. you know it's different it's just totally different like yeah. when it comes to sex when it comes to alcohol yeah. you know kids you know, I'm in Germany. I'm in Germany. I'm, you know, damn near. I'm an adult. You know, I got a little, little, little facial hair and shit. I'm 19, <laughs> 20 years old. Yeah. I'm sitting there drinking. I say, I ain't never had like a little kid come sit next to me, drink a beer and shit. Like, right. hey, where, where the fuck you come from? Like, how old are you? I think that, like, that I think also is a is a big thing why you and I get along so much because you were there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I come from there. And I don't know, like, our mentality is like, we are, I don't know. It's just different, I think, in a mm. way, because like... You experienced it, and not just like for a year or two. How, how many years were you there? It's like overall, back and forth, probably like seven. Yeah, see, like six, seven years. Like that's a good amount of time, and, and especially there. like in a time where you're still there, yeah. like evolving and yeah, stuff like and that. Yeah, I stayed you know? there, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I started understanding things. I'm like, okay, so you guys have like sex education. You guys talk about these things. You right. guys start drinking at an early age, like beer and shit. But by the time you turn 21, you guys aren't like raging alcoholics. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So like for us, it's like a you know rites of passage. Like, oh yeah, you know, I'm 21. I'm just about to lose my damn mind. Whereas exactly. like some German kids. They're 18, 17, 18, whatever, 19. Yeah. They might drink a little bit of, oh, I had a little bit of wine. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going home, one glass, and I'm going home. Right. Yeah, and, and it's the same thing with here, clo- like with everything here closing at 2 a.m. It's the same thing because people show up and they need to get hammered really fucking right, fast. When right. in Germany, shit's open until like 7, 8, 9 a.m., whatever. If you, yeah, for people listening, if you don't know, like you go to Germany, uh, you know, I'll get to the club at like 1 in the morning. And then you'll be <laughs> and you'll yeah. be leaving and it's like light outside six yeah, sometimes seven in the morning. There were so many shows where I started DJing at six a.m. Yeah, like six a.m. So yeah. I didn't even leave my house until like three a.m. Yeah. yeah, like sometimes I took a nap before going to. <laughs> yeah, right, but it's a whole whole different whole different vibe. And yeah. by the time you wake up in the morning, I remember um, we never had to ever drink and drive. It was taxis that we. It was like public transportation was already running for the next morning. Oh yeah, for sure. It was like buses already yeah. going, the subways already going, people yeah. are going to work, and they I might be, sure that I people, might be super drunk. Yeah, but like. Yeah, you get ca- home safely, yeah. Right, I'm going to catch the train. For sure. I'm right there, you know? Yeah, public transportation is a big thing over there. Yeah, so so like back to what I was saying about the inspiration in music. A lot of like my music comes from this idea of like maybe we could be like this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm creating a blueprint to be like, yo, like let's really like reflect on all the dumb shit we do, especially because of culture. Right. And you be like, when you really sit back and you ask people, and I want my kids to do the same thing. Well, not saying I want them to like just be super defiant, but, I, but it's okay in this household to ask me why. Right. In, in an inquisitive way. And I should be able to answer that question. If yeah. I can't answer that question, you know, everything's not going to have a direct answer, but I should be like, hmm. Yeah. Well, why did I do that? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, I did that because my parents taught me that. Mm-hmm. Well, who taught them that? And 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 is it is it effective? Because there's a right. lot of things we do. It's like, but why do we do it like that? Like, hmm, there has to be a better way. Mm-hmm. But we're not even going to seek a better way because of culture and because of everything that the norms. Right. You know. So if my kids challenge norms, know your why. Say, hey, dad, I want to ask you a question. Like, why this, this, and this? And then I'll try to explain it to you. And mm-hmm. like, and I'll talk to you, not just like, oh, well, because dad said so. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do, right? Right. Right. Yeah. Challenge me. Yeah. I don't mind being challenged. And it's like, I might, the answer still might be no at the end, but if you can formulate an argument, I'll be like, I'll see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I still don't 100% agree, and this is why I don't agree. Yeah, yeah. You know? And I think, and, and I think with my kids right now, it's like that. And, you know, I have two girls. So, you know, like when it comes to certain things, it's like, yeah, talk to me because I'm going to be the first like male figure in your life. Yeah. I'm going to keep it real with you, you know? Yeah. I'm going to keep exactly. it real with you. I'm not going to be like, well, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, you're my little princess, and we're not going to talk about those things. <laughs> like, no, let's talk. What's yeah, up? Yeah. Talk to me. Let's talk about it. I think it's important. And that's where my music comes from. Let's be real about life. Let's yeah. be real about things. I, I, I said with my daughters, I'm like, nah, they can be whatever, you know, career-wise, and, you know, just be happy or whatever, but just don't be an asshole. Like, Yeah, for, I mean, yeah, amen you, you to know, that. Live like, a good life and, and be good to people, but just don't be an asshole. Like, yeah. I don't care, you know about other these little things that you know some people i'm going to control you and i'm going to make you do this it's like yeah i want you to be successful but at the same time like your measurement of success might look different than mine sometimes yeah and also like the more you try to control something the more they will fight against that you know right right i think there's a certain amount of freedom you need to give them and my music reflects that my art reflects that because i value that bro i value that freedom and and i know you do as well yeah for sure this is maybe why we don't do things for just strictly for money if money comes and opportunity comes it's great yeah but when you tie something to that, people feel like they can control you with that. Yeah, yeah, and also it doesn't, it's not authentic anymore. Like our album now, I don't know, man, I'm so proud of MWA. Like that album turned out yeah. so dope. I love it. I think it's, it's gonna, I think it's gonna, I have, a, I have a feeling like, I'm not saying for sure, this, this is an idea that's been in my brain. Like we haven't really like toured on it and done shows on it. So I think it's gonna have another resurgence. I have a, a strong feeling that it's gonna be like, maybe there needs to be an MWA 2.0 or like, or like yeah. a volume two, but like, yeah, yeah. It's a dope. Everybody who hears is like, bro, where was where the fuck was this at? It was so so. There was one girl, um, and she was in my car, and I put the album on, and she met you, and then I put the album on, and she mm-hmm. was like, she's like, wow, this is amazing. I'm like, well, thank you. She's like, wow, so you guys are like, like this is like on the radio and stuff like I'm like no what are you what are you talking about <laughs> like she's like so you guys are living off of that no I said no <laughs> like it's so funny how people think that um, that because they do hear the quality you know it def- right. definitely differentiates itself from like a lot of like crap out there but I don't know it's just funny to me how how people see us and but then also when they meet us in person, they're like, oh, man, you're just like the coolest dudes or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's important too. like, I think even especially in my hometown, like honestly, especially in my hometown coming here, I can imagine some people being like, oh, Danny went to L.A., blah, blah, blah. He's probably like cocky right. as fuck now. But I want to make sure that they all now like uh, they, they know that I'm still the same dude. Like I legit am still the same fucking guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still feel like I'm 15 most of the time. And luckily, like because of my jobs, like I can embrace that. You know, I can I can keep that inner child alive somehow. And uh, yeah, man, fuck. Well, that was our first episode. Hold on, let me do a. Hmm.
We talked yeah. about some good stuff though. I think we. Oh, for sure. I'm just wondering if there's like a. Who are your top three artists, hip hop wise? Like Lifetime? Yeah. It varies. I don't. I, I never have a top three. It depends on like the mood I'm in. Mm. But like people that I admire, you know, I'm a big Most Def fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a big like Doom guy, big Nas guy, mm-hmm. um, Pac. You know, I, I. It's so hard for me to have just my main top three because I have different emotions and different feelings, right? right? Uh, but yeah, for sure, like a Nas, Most Def. Um, let me see, Nas, Most Def, Pac. I'm a. You know, it's it's. It's hard for me. Yeah. I have so many influences when it comes to, to music. Like, if you see my catalog, you'll be like, yo, this dude is, like, really into, like, wild. Dude, same here, man. My, He's when all I, over the map. When I saw my Spotify, my like, shit's crazy. best of shit, I was like, it was, like, fucking Mob Deep. It was uh, yeah. Noisia. It was Corn. Um, and you know what I mean? Like, it's just so much. Which is beautiful. Yeah, I think you just got to embrace it all. Like, why limit yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. Fuck yeah! Let's wrap it up, man. Thank yeah, you so for yeah, thank this. you for having me, man. I'm I'm glad to be on your first episode. Yeah, I mean, who um, knows how many I'm doing? Like this, that's the thing with me. Like, it's possible that in two months I'll just never record one again. <laughs> who the fuck knows? <laughs> no, I think you'll do it. I think it's a good platform, bro. It, it's a good outlet, and it's have. easy to do. You know, look at yeah. us. We're, We're just, just sitting, sitting here chopping here. up. But this is what we do on a normal basis, anyway, exactly. And it's nice to be able to play it back because I. Truthfully, like I value this shit. Like I'll go back and listen to things, and not just music, but like even like this podcast. Like once it's published and shit like that, yeah. like there may not be a time where I can remember all this stuff. Yeah, we talk about that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like I'm sure. getting older, and it's like, yo, let me bring this out the archive. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what it is too. It's also a form of time capsule. You time capsuling, uh, yeah. yeah. And that's something we should talk about from the future. Time yeah, capsule. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think it's important. And now I realize it. Now that I have kids, I remember I used to hate taking pictures as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And now that I have kids, I'm yeah, like, now it makes way more sense, bro. <sighs> Yeah. Because I would look at pictures of old family members, I'm like, oh yeah, he's not even here anymore, or this person. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's deep, Or, or you remember back, like, what was going on in that time. Like, I, man, the craziest shit, I'm gonna I'm wrap it up with that, but like, I remember my dad, it was a couple years ago, he gave me a DVD and he put old, um, like, he used to have this little tape recorder, like, he used to film us on vacation and shit like that, you know? And then he put it all on a DVD and gave it to me where I was like, wow. fucking little Daniel jumping around, my parents before they got divorced. And I was like, man, like that was crazy to me. To see that, and yeah. that was pre me making music, you know? Because that happened like later on, but I was like, what the fuck, you know? And me just jumping around there, so. To physically see that is like. It's crazy, man. Like that blew my mind. So I think because of that, I mean, obviously like our generation now, we are taking so many fucking photos and videos and all that yeah. stuff, but it's still, man. Even with the music, I feel like too, like, I don't know, Part someday I won't be there anymore and people yeah. can discover, oh shit, he put out this much music and this and that genre and whatever, you know, like that is, that's a cool thought to me, you know. And it's nice to properly archive it. That's why I tell people all the time, I'm like, if you don't have like a hard drives or some kind of cloud service, and, yeah. like, and I try to organize my shit every so often, but I have so many pictures and things from like when my kids from like the, day one right when they're you know when they're born that's awesome until now and it's like these are things i'm gonna be able to look back on this like and that's a blessing in that yeah. regard like that's using technology for like for a, like really for a positive shit, cause right? yeah for sure R- rather than having now, I, I, I do a lot of bullshit too my, you know? of course <laughs> but i mean like that is one of the like really good things about right, about right. that shit yeah so well thanks brother man yeah honestly man. like this is pleasure so dope, to be here brother and uh yeah, let's do another one. So thank you guys for listening. I hope this was somewhat interesting. And yeah, let's do more. Bye. Bye. Polluted Minds Podcast.